We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Paul Hamilton. That's what they called me in college. It's the bone. He has the facts to back up his opinions. People will ask me, well, how are the Sabres going to win tonight? I don't have a clue. On WGR Sports Radio 550. It's Paul Hamilton after last night's Sabres win. Taking your calls on, uh, you know, Brandon Bean's comments. We'll get to Sal at 730. Joe Marino, the Draft Network at 8, so plenty of bills to come. And uh, also, you know, Paul here on the Sabres. Currently looking for a a website to find the NHL standings by points percentage. Okay. Just so I can look at the Sabres in a playoff spot. Just to see it. Paul, do you have what? Website favorites? Are you you rebookmarking NHL.com? I think he's NHL.com. Slash standings. I mean, we've got standings to watch. Yeah, the NHL.com. If you go to um, team stats, you won't actually get the standings but they will give it they'll give you aha the teams in point percentage at in order look at this paul okay so you C- can do coming through way. right that's for right you. i'm doing it right now there you go there it is eighth place so just go to team stats all right perfect there. paul it's the 17th time they've scored five goals which leads the league and uh i don't know it feels like a, a familiar refrain for this sabers team which is uh in the words of don granada i've heard you say it too they outscore their problems yeah, you outscore your mistakes and you win a hockey game. And, uh, you know, they're, again, we, we talked about this schedule before it started back in the the first home Minnesota game to start March. It's basically Minnesota game through Minnesota game where it's just one of the hardest schedules I've ever seen as far as playing games, 12 and 23 days. And, you know, it. You you saw it in St. Louis. I mean, they they were they came out fast. They were playing well. They have a four nothing lead. They're twenty four minutes into the game, and then all of a sudden, it's like St. Louis starts chipping away at it. And you know, Buffalo, you could just tell. Uh, you know, they weren't dead yet as far as energy, but it was starting to wear on them as they had had a game the night before, a tough game against the Dallas Stars, and uh, but. Unlike teams in the past, we've talked about probably 10 years in the past, uh, 
you know, they, they found a way. They gutted it out. You know, it's okay. We're, we're not feeling real good right now, but Don Granat always says you're not always going to feel great, you know, but that doesn't mean you can't win the hockey game. That doesn't mean that uh, you, you have to lose just because you're starting to get fatigued or you're starting to get that. And um, it wasn't fatigue right away. Um, Granado, after the game, I talked about they, they got in a few bad habits, too. Just, just They got a little fancy, I think is the way he put it. Uh, and But then it became they got tired. And here here you are in the third period. Now you're only it's only a goal, and that's when Lukanen steps up and makes big saves at big times for them, especially on Tarasenko. Tarasenko had to be shaking his head. Uh, he had like four golden opportunities in that period, and Lukanen was there at every turn against him. And they found a way. They just gutted it out and, uh, you know, got the – and, you know, example of somebody who will do anything to win a hockey game, look at what Dylan Cousins did on the empty net goal. Yeah. Cousins is just the effort that he put in on that empty net goal to put it away. Paul, you've been really high on Cousins pretty much since he showed up. We opened the show, and one of the things I said to Joe was that this Sabres team, uh, there's a similarity I see between – the 0506, and it's not about like how they play. It's the number of players that could make a case for being someone's favorite player. And like Cousins to me jumps out about that last night. I, you know his play. He is consistently smart, skilled, determined, works hard. Like man, Dylan Cousins is a gem of a hockey player. We're, not that it was in much doubt. I mean, he's a high pick, but he is really putting it all together right now. Remember we were talking about, well, last year it was Thompson. Who might be the guy this year? And Cousins was the first guy I went to. And I said, I don't know if he's going to score 38 goals. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, as a guy that maybe you know, it's going to be his time maybe to pop out. And uh, not that he wasn't good before, but he just keeps getting better. Look at him at face-offs. He, you know, now they put him out for face-offs all the time, and he does a pretty good job of winning them. When they need a face-off one, and he couldn't do that a year ago. He wasn't good enough at it. But he just works at it, and he works at it. And he gets angry if he's not improving at it. And just just a, a, you know something like that, how much better he is at face-offs than he was even a year ago just by putting his mind to it that I'm going to get better at that because I want to be the guy. I want to be the person in overtime that Granado puts over the boards to say, all right, we need to win the faceoff because we have to have possession. And that's exactly what they do now. And he, he wins it almost, almost every time. And how, it's just the, his mindset. And how about that line as a whole? I mean, Quinn and Paterka, like, they don't usually see the ice late in games, and they'll put Cousins on a different line. So it's not always the full game, but... I don't. I don't want to say Cousins is carrying them, but is it almost more impressive that Cousins is having this season with two rookies on his line? I think you could say he was carrying them for most of the year. I mean, when they're go- when they were going good, you know, he was going good also with them. And uh, you know, even though they are struggling somewhat, he's not. You know, and and uh, you know, he, he they find other ways to get him out there and. You know, he'll be one of the reasons why those two, I think, get going again. You know, I think they will. You know, I think Paterka and Quinn are good hockey players. I really do. And just because they, if this their rookie of the year, there are times where they're struggling a little bit. Yeah, they are. 
but you know, I, I think there are there are going to be times again this year where the puck's going to start going into the net for them. It's not now, but I think it will, and uh, I think that's going to be a good line for them for years to come. Uh, you know, once all three of them are, you know, you know, accustomed to the NHL. Let's put it to that, like that. On Cousins, Paul, I don't know if we should be on like contract watch, but. He's the next player they're going to soon identify as cornerstone piece, right? Like this, it's a matter of time. I, I see projections for seven years and whatever it might be, um, but I'd imagine that's high on the list of things for Kevin Adams to do. Well, even you know, Boldy's different because he's a, a winger, but he just got a contract with Minnesota the same draft, and uh, so I, I I remember I as soon as I saw the contract I tweeted out I go is this Dylan Cousins the next contract is that seven for seven I think that Boldy mm-hmm. got yeah it and, was and he does not have the same product like thirty three points this year uh, fourteen goals like at least offensively Paul he got that deal and Cousins I mean he's he's far beyond that right now and Cousins is a center right so but I I don't know does Cousins gets more than Tage Thompson. Because if you inch that contract up too much more, now you put him past Tage Thompson. And the thing is, it's not if you're Cousins' agent, you can say, well, it's not our fault that Tage Thompson accepted a deal that he's going to outgrow probably by next year. You know, type of a thing. That's that's what Tage Thompson does. That his that's his business. You know, we're we're looking at what we want to do right here. So. You know, that's the thing. If you're the Sabres, do you want to get Dylan Cousins past Tage Thompson? Because this isn't where you can renegotiate. You can't say, well, we're going to give Thompson. It's not like the NFL where, all right, well, we'll we'll redo the contract to get uh, so-and-so, like Stephon Diggs as a wide receiver. Well, we'll redo the contract to get him up with the other wide receivers. So you can't do that. There's no renegotiating contracts in the NHL. There might not be anything to this, Paul, but I wonder your thoughts on it. The Sabres have, if I'm doing my math right here, the second highest win percentage on the road, third highest, um, in the Eastern Conference. Boston and New Jersey are better, but the Sabres are 14-7-1 on the road and 11-12-2 at home. Is is there anything to that? Would you just chalk that up to randomness? What do you think? They they do well when it's exciting. And they play in they've won in some exciting buildings, Boston, Colorado, um, you know, Dallas, you know, places that are rocking, you know, and, and uh you know, of course their building. You know, they're so much better when it's a big night and there are a lot of people there. And, you know, they, they just do so much better with that. It's it's hard to explain and it's something they realize. It's something they realize with the young team that, you know, they've got a Get the young team to understand. All right, if there's only twelve thousand in the building to, in this game, for this game, and they're kind of waiting for for you to be the guys that uh, are, uh, you know, to fire them up, you know, type of thing. You know, you you have to be able to play with that also, and you know that's what where you know a, a, you're going to get a, a, a team that needs to learn, and you know they. Again, that's something you know they'll learn as they go along, and they'll get better at as they go along. So, uh, you know, that's that's you know something they're going to have to do. And if you would like, no, I, never mind. I was going to tell you, yeah, points percentage for on the road. The Sabers are eighth. 
in the NHL, 659. Mm-hmm. I was looking that up as we were talking. So right now they have their eighth best on the road in the National Hockey League with a 659 points percent. 659. I mean, that's great. If they Can you imagine if they just were average at home? Hmm. Just average, an hmm. average record at home. Do you do you where know where they would be right now? That would be another eight or so points onto their record. You say like they do well when it's exciting in some of these other buildings. Do you know the splits of their record at home based on attendance? I saw, I think I saw, I saw this last night. Here you go, Paul. This is your stat of the day. Saber Metrics okay. on Twitter put this together. When uh-huh. the when the attendance in the arena is seventeen thousand or more, the Sabers are five and two. And when it's mm-hmm. seventeen thousand or less, they are six ten and two. Yep. There you go. So yep. you're like the point about how they they get up for big games. It's kind of like, all right, Sabers fans, uh, get yes. get in the building. <laughs> do, seriously, do your part for the playoff stretch because they do. You you. I mean, you said it on the road. It's true at home. They play better in front of big crowds. They they and maybe that is a sign of a young team. I thought last night was a, was an example, Paul, when it goes from four nothing to 4-3, I thought, all right, if they lose this game, we're going to come in and talk about they're young. You know, like sometimes that's going to happen to young teams. You'll talk about the playoffs are a process. you got to grow. They don't. I mean, they ultimately win the game. But, you know, they're Granado's constantly walking that line between a team that's young, how hard to be on them when they make mistakes, versus a team that is really stepping into, hey, it's it's time to get the job done and win games. And maybe that attendance number – at home is is something about it that they just play what they play freer, looser, more energetic when they've got a full building at home. Yeah, where I would have gone had they lost that game is this schedule this year, this week, this month. You know, even this week, you know, the the four game they're playing four games this week to finish off this hard schedule. It is a thing. I mean, it to me, it's really the only reason why that game got close last night. Is because of the schedule, but you know, with this group of guys, they're not always going to find a way to win. But they do a lot. They do a lot more than they used to. A lot more than they used to. They find a way to hey, we're going to win now. It's kind of funny, you know. We're talking about their road record and their home record. I thought the road record when I was going to look it up was going to be better points percentage. I thought they were going to be like in the top three. In the home record. I thought they were going to be worse. They're 24th and they're with a 480 points percentage, which actually the team they played, the St. Louis Blues, are right under them. I actually thought they were going to be right at the bottom of the league when it came to the home record. So they're not quite. You know, they are 24th, but still it's something that, that needs to be better. If it, as I said, if it was just average, they would, you know, the, this race wouldn't even be a race right now. They'd be entrenched in it right now. Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline on the Sabres. So next up, Winnipeg, and we're watching the standings. We're talking about three games out, three games in hand. Um, I don't know, Paul, like, th- things are things are good, you know? Things are good. This schedule has been a lot of work for them, and I, I wonder, you know, what, what you think they should do. There are now rumors out there about trades, about, I mean, Jacob Chikrin's name has been out there for a long time. Timo Meyer's name mm-hmm. shows up last night. Pierre Lebrun reporting the Sabres would be after Timo Meyer in San Jose. So, you know, I know we often talk about Kevin Adams not going to go crazy, but do you think that if they were in this spot by deadline day, that he might want to say, 
yeah, I can spend a little bit of an asset. Not go crazy, but catch a little bit of the fever and try and get this thing into the playoffs. Well, look at ages. If you're talking about somebody who's 28 or 29, that's different than if you're talking about somebody who's 25 or 26. 25, you know, he's looking for somebody that not only is going to help now, but is going to help down the road. Chickering would fit that bill. Offhand, I don't know how old he is. I, I know he's in that range. Yeah. Um, Timo Meyer's yeah, 26. Yeah. There's a guy that can help you for a while, you know, and, and that's that's the type of trade he's looking That's the type of trade he would give up assets for, I think, is getting a player like that. So, um, but you're, if you're talking about, let's say, a guy who scores goals like Jeff Skinner, but is Jeff Skinner's age? Mm-mm. That's not the trade he's going to make. It's just not. He's not going to give up a bunch of assets to, to pull that that player in as a rental or a guy that's going to be here for a year or something like that. That's not what he's looking for. He's looking for Alec, the Alex Tuck move. You know, a guy that's, you know, Alex Tuck arrived here when he's 20, 25 years old and is going to be a, a big part of this team for years to come. You know, that's that's the move he's looking for down the line. Well, it's going to be exciting. The deadline is a little over a month away, and uh, we'll see where they are by the time that's all that's all said and done. I was just looking at the Western Conference. You know, here they are. They just beat the Dallas Stars, who lead the Western Conference in Dallas. Uh, the top three in the Central, Colorado. They've won in Colorado. The team who is third in the Western Conference, Vegas. They've won in Vegas. You know, yeah. Now, now it's time to head to Winnipeg, who right now are number two in the Western Conference, and have just beaten you in Buffalo. Uh, in the wild card, Edmonton and Calgary are the two wild card teams. They've won in both those places. It's just crazy. It's pretty good. They, they won in Boston. I mean, honestly, I'm almost like the eight game losing streak is going to be the thing for this. Like, if they just miss, it's off. Only cut, I could have got. Five points out of that sixteen. Yeah, they have losses to the Coyotes at home. The Flyers. The Flyers. They lost to the, uh, the the they lost to Chicago. Um, there's some bad losses in there, but as Paul's pointing out, there's top top wins too. Now so. in the Eastern Conference, they you look at the playoff teams. They haven't beaten quite as many as them. Boston, of course, is the number one team in the NHL. They've won there. That's a huge win. They've also won in Washington, who right now hold the last wild card position so they have beaten two of the playoff teams uh, on the road in the eastern Con- western conference it seems like they're ripping right through it paul hamilton thanks paul take care guys paul's reports on wgr brought to you by equitable advisors thinking about today and planning for tomorrow and by Raylax honda Raylax, we've got this does the biggest hurdle to them seemingly making the playoffs does it even have to do with them or is it just that it's crosby and ovechkin in the two spots that you'd have to you'd have to jump into yeah. Like the fact that it's Pittsburgh and Washington, if it were the Islanders in that spot right now, or if it were the Rangers or the Devils, even, would I feel different? Would you feel different, right? If the Devils were an eighth? No, I don't think so. Pittsburgh, because those two teams, it always just feels like oh they'll make it. It's yeah, automatic. That's true. That's fair. But that doesn't have to be the case anymore because I know they are both. The Sabers, the youngest team in hockey, I think Pittsburgh's the oldest. I think Washington was was has got to be up there. I, I think you should include Florida here. I agree. I mean, even though Florida is tied, tied with the Sabres and behind in games, and they're having not a great year by, you know, last year they won the President's Trophy, I think they're still alive. And moneypuck.com puts their odds at the playoffs as the exact same as the Sabres right now.
Yeah. They're they're the most talented team, I think. Yeah. Like top to bottom. The coach is maybe getting a lot of heat there. Um and Paul Maurice is only in his first season. But yeah, a lot of talent. Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at all the the potential cap implications for the Packers if they trade him. Uh, they trade him after June first. It's only a fifteen million dollar dead cap hit. For Green Bay? Yeah. And that's when it gets like spread out to a second year? I believe so, yes. Fifteen million. If he gets cut, the cap hit is wait for it ninety nine million dollars. <laughs> Feels like that's not going to happen. I don't see that happening. <laughs> so it's actually the cheapest route for them. The cheapest one is a post June one cut, yeah, fifteen million, and then yes, push some into next year, and then you know it's then, it is still hefty. It would be yeah, post June one would be fifteen point eight million this year and twenty four point five million next year. Okay, but well, the cap going up would probably the cap the cap that. going up and. If you are the Packers, if the Jets are willing to give you, if it's the Jets that he goes to, premium assets? Shouldn't should the, Here's the question. Should the Jets be willing to trade multiple firsts? They should definitely... One is a non... Of course, yes. You're not even in the room without yeah. it. You, you can't get in the conversation without saying, yes, we'll give you a one. Do they want... What do the Packers want? Three? Do they want two? I mean, some of these younger quarterbacks, like Deshaun Watson, that trade is a little different. Mm-hmm. He's younger. I mean, not that you should have wanted him, but he's younger. With Rodgers, you're thinking, how many How many years if you're the Jets? Two? Two years. Do you trade a first-round pick per year you have Aaron Rodgers? Are you willing to do that? You might be, and part of the reason you might be if you're the Jets is you just had a draft where you had a million picks. And you probably nailed you, all yes, of them. You got three drafts worth of, of stuff yeah. in this last draft. Now, you know, plenty might say that's not a reason to get loose with draft picks, but two first-rounders, and if you're the Packers, taking on those big cap hits, the easiest way to get past that and make that make sense is to get additional cheap labor in the form of draft picks. Yeah. For the Packers, by the way, they're in an interesting spot just because they've burned through the entirety of Jordan Love's rookie contract. So they have to decide. I don't think they're going to do it. They have to decide right now if they're going to give him the fifth-year option. He has not played. And he could play this year, and he's a free agent if you don't pick it up. So they're about to move on from Rodgers. Their quarterback they drafted to replace him is now 25 years old, and they have no idea whether or not he's even going to be there past this season. Well... I mean, he might not be good at all, right, and it right. not matter, but... Between the Packers, if they do this, the Bears, with all of what they've got, picking sec- picking first... First, they're first. Picking first in Justin Fields, and the Lions, who just had a good year, the NFC North could actually be interesting for the first time in a long time. I mean, it's been... It was the, not this... Well, this no, year, it wasn't. It, the Lions were interesting, but not for the division. Right. This year, the, the Vikings go out and win it in a kind of a fluky year where they win all those one-score games. But for a long time, the NFC North has been... The Packers and yeah. maybe another team will finish 500. Like the Vikings would, there would always be like a Sunday night game, week 12, yeah. and the Vikings are two games out. Yeah. To me, I want to look at, you should, would it give me the Lions to win the NFC North next year? I bet their value is pretty good right now. I don't think I would want to bet you on that because I kind of like that. Right. The Lions to win the NFC? Could they be favored? The, the NFC North. NFC North is what I meant, yeah. Definitely not favored. They're going to be behind Minnesota. They're going to be behind Green Bay until Rodgers gets traded, if he does. But, man, everybody's just talking Rodgers to the Jets. I, I, it's almost, like, shocking to me how much traction that's getting so early. 
Sal's on the other side. We'll recap Brandon Bean's press conference and uh, continue talking about the Bills as we kind of you know look back on what went wrong and where to go from here. Jeremy White, Jody Biasi on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 